Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, the podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And it, we're here, y'all. We're, we're back. We're back at it again. Yeah. We're here finishing up the baits. We are finally. I feel like we've been covering the season forever because we had to take a break in the middle of it. But like, uh-huh. yeah, we're finally finishing up season eight of Bringing Up Baits. God, it's going to be so good. It's going to be good. So I feel like we have a lot of like uh, fun, satisfying things to talk about to end this season on. So, Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. Big time. But before we get into all that, Jillian, what have you been watching lately? Oh, my God. So <laughs> I know all I ever watch now is Survivor. But I mean... I'm in Survivor still. We're in season nine. We went back around the horn because yeah. we started at 15. So yeah, we're in season nine. I think we just finished that season. So we're going to run the new one. Nice. Um, other than that, oh, we watched the new Doctor Strange movie, which wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and we watched the Bob's Burgers movie, which oh, was nice. cute, but kind of depressing. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. That sounds like a Bob's Burgers movie, I think. Yeah. You know, Bob's Burgers is... Sometimes a little too true to life. Too on the nose, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been watching. I've been reading books again, still. Hell yeah. I'm still reading books. I just want to read trashy fantasy and sci-fi for the rest of my life and not think about the world. That sounds amazing. I <laughs> I love that for you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty blessed that I have the concentration to read a book right now. Yeah, that's that that's a lot, honestly. In this day and age, that is a lot. I mean, I barely got twenty books last year, like mm-hmm. for the whole year. Yeah. And this year I'm already at like twenty eight or something. Yeah, I've been reading the same book for like forever and I read like two pages at a time and then I get distracted. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just stop reading books if I put them down more than twice. Yeah. Without like making progress. Mm-hmm now because i'm just like well clearly i'm not that invested right i'll move right. on there's more there's there's way too many books out there to like read a book that you're not fully invested in yes agree mm-hmm. agree life is too short for books you don't love exactly exactly what have you been watching megan what have i been watching oh okay so the one thing that we have been watching is season two of the only murders in the building which is like ongoing it's like weekly um so we watch i think there's like three episodes out now and it's on actually i think tonight i think there's a new episode oh my god (gasps) so that's exciting um and it's that's just like a fun a fun cozy kind of show yeah cozy mystery both of us enjoy and then really i'm i really want to get like invested in something i really need something to live for you know what i mean yeah yeah so I, I decided to do something that I've been like hesitant to do and I'm still like not sure if I'm in it or not fully, but I'm I'm following along with this season of Big Brother for the first time <gasps> ever. Oh my god. And I kind of hate it so far. Yeah. I think that's kind of the consensus of everyone who likes Big Brother is yeah. most of it. You're just like, this is the worst. I mean, this whole podcast is based on watching shows that we also hate. So, yes. I mean, I feel like that, like, I'm preaching to the choir here. But, yeah, I'm not yes. really sure. I've, there's only been two episodes out. And there's, like, the thing with Big Brother is that it stresses me out because it's, like, so much. There's, like, three episodes a week. And then there's live feeds because it's all, like, happening yeah. right now. So, right now, I'm just kind of, like, dipping my toes in and just watching the episodes. I'm not really getting into the, like, live feeds so much yeah. because 
that I just get like panic thinking That's too about much. it. Yeah. I don't want to watch 24 hours of people. Like no. I have other shows I want to watch. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm trying though. I really want to get into something. I like, I've found that it is good for my mental health to have like a show to look forward to or yeah. something. It's like a good thing for me. So I'm, I'm trying with big brother. We'll see how it goes. Well, I have faith in you. I thank you. Don't know if I have faith in Big Brother. I but don't I know, know you'll either. Find something. Yeah, you know what? It's fine. All right. So, like we said, we're gonna finish up the last few episodes of Bringing Up Bates season eight, and we finally, finally get to talk about Carlin's wedding. Thank oh God. Oh my God. I know. I texted you before I watched him, and I was like, I'm so afraid that it's gonna be like the first episode of the next season. No, there's been. I I meant and I meant to do this before, but I just remembered that right now. But. There have been so many like lead up episodes to this wedding like compared to other weddings too. I wonder how many episodes were spent devoted on Carlin's wedding as opposed to like Tori's or Michael's or whatever. I'll have to go back and do some math, but it's been so many episodes and so much talk on Carlin's wedding that I was so so relieved that we finally got to actually experience it. And like none of them were like good or like how like a lot of shows that have weddings on them go where it'll be like oh they're doing like crafts at home to start doing the decoration for the wedding here it's just like oh i forgot that we needed a venue and my wedding's in 30 days yeah it's always like i have no idea what's happening but my wedding is you know in like a month and a half and (laughs) it's that's not really how you want to go about planning your wedding without unless you want like a really stressful time which no thanks no i don't know they just love suffering they really do they really do (laughs) but before we get into the wedding the wedding is the last episode we'll talk all about that the first episode we're going to talk about for today is called baby mamas and bridesmaids drama god this was the worst this was so the worst because it's just like kelly and whitney go to lunch and they're like oh we're gonna plan carlin a graduation party and then all of a sudden fucking whitney gets a call from dr vic that's like here's the gender of your baby that you haven't told anybody about and whitney's like p.s i'm pregnant and they're like oh my god let's just announce it at carlin's party that we're surprising her with like yeah it's it's just a lot it's also like if you've kept a secret for this a secret for so long which i fully understand her doing that if we remember correctly whitney had a miscarriage yeah previously and so like i definitely understand not telling a lot of people even close family but like if 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 you've waited this long you could wait a little bit longer like let carlin have her party and then like you could send everyone a text or something yeah like you don't just i guess it's just always at the next family get together yeah we're going to announce all of our announces which we'll get into that more later too but oh my god every fucking time i know it's just it's so bad i yeah, I don't know. It's bad. So yeah, they, they're planning this graduation party for Carlin because she's graduating. I don't know. what Do we know what her degree is in? Um, I think like elementary education. Yeah, I think some, or yeah, I think that she was I think she's like that. the only one who actually has a bachelor's degree and I think it's like education, which good, I guess, for her kids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Sure. Um, I guess she's a lot more qualified than Kelly is, so that's good. <laughs> yep. So they're planning to do a graduation party, even though this is, like, literally, like, wedding time. And, like, Evan can't even come to this party because he has 
no time off because he's taken all his time yeah. off for the wedding, which is and like Carlin's like, I'm too busy for a party. And yeah, I'm still like, but fine. Like, no, we're going to celebrate you even if you don't want. Yeah. It. it seemed like they were just like stressed out and didn't want to like maybe get her a cake and like some flowers and be like, hey, congrats. But like the real celebration is going to be like your wedding and we can celebrate yeah. like all your accomplishments at your wedding, too. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, or whatever. We could wait until after the honeymoon. True. Yeah, it's like you're still going to be a college graduate in like a month. Yeah, it's still going to be the summer. Exactly. Or whatever time it is now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, right. there's only like four weeks from then to the next then. Right, I don't exactly. Know. <laughs> it's wild. So they plan on announcing the baby and the gender at this party. And Zach yeah. doesn't know the gender and doesn't know that she knows the gender either. So, great. Yeah, I don't know. It was such a fucking set up <laughs> it was and i hated it okay so then we get a little clip of josie um and they're moving which i think they just didn't they just move into their first apartment and now they're moving into another apartment that has two bedrooms because she's pregnant yeah because she immediately got pregnant yeah the first time they had sex yeah it's like why didn't this was not like we you guys did not plan things out very well at all <laughs> no i don't think that they Honestly, I'm not entirely sure that any of the girls understand how babies get made. Ooh, I hate that. <laughs> so, uh, like, until, like, their wedding day where their mom probably takes them aside and is like, here's a little book. Here's of a diagram. Weird things. Yeah, and it'll be like, <laughs> okay. And so then it's like, you don't know if you're going to get pregnant immediately. You don't know, like, how to not get pregnant. Even, right. like, the okay ways that are okay with Christianity, like rhythm and whatever. But, like what the fuck yeah (laughs) just poor children these children having children i know it's just it's so bad and i feel like these these things like them having to move because they moved into a one-bedroom apartment like it's just proof that like they're not thinking these things through at all Uh uh-uh no and they're not getting any time to like appreciate being married yeah not at all like Like, she literally got pregnant like the first month that they were married like that cycle she got pregnant that's crazy yeah. Ooh. Okay. I don't but know. anyway, so her Josie is having her friend Samantha, who we've seen in another episode, decorating their first apartment, come over mm-hmm. to help decorate the nursery for baby Willow. I just like these are all just bad decisions. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could have waited your lease out too and just had a baby in a crib in yeah. a room with you or with the living room or wherever is like most convenient to do night feedings right and then move at the end instead of making your pregnant wife unpack your whole house yeah yeah typically (laughs) typically like the baby doesn't really use the nursery that much when it's first born like maybe like that's where you keep the all the baby stuff but like baby typically sleeps in the parents room in like a bassinet or whatever for a lot of the time so yeah they definitely could have adapted and just moved in like the fall when their lease was up and yeah, she had once like a everything's a little more settled, but right. they're like, no, no, while we're pregnant, while we're freshly married, and while Kelton's working, <laughs> yeah, it's like good huh. luck. <laughs> they love to stress themselves out. That's just the bottom line. Yeah, I'm glad that they have good friends that help them, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So yeah, they were all talking about what the nursery was going to look like, and everyone was betting that there would be no pink and that it would be just all neutrals, which wasn't very far off from the end. There was a little hint of pink every now and then, but it was mostly just like very like Instagram boho yes. neutral aesthetic. Very Bates Sisters boutique. Definitely. That is that is the truth. 
Yeah, I don't know. They were all just like so offended by her not having pink. It's like, but she's having a girl. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't mean they need to be pink. Like, I know. It's, yeah, it's really fine. It really is. The baby will be fine without pink in the nursery. I promise. Babies don't really even understand color. So no. They're fine. It's fine. They're useless until they're, you know, I don't even know, but they're useless at that age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, they're seeing everything for the first time. They don't even know what color it is. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but I did. They we did get the classic Bates line. This is a lot more complicated than I thought from both Josie and Kelton when they were putting together the crib. So you got to have nightmare. that at least once in in a set of episodes of the Bates that you hear that phrase. Oh yeah, every every episode of ours. Yes. So it's like every three episodes of theirs. Well, this is harder than I expected. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe expect things are going to be harder from now on because you say maybe that every time. Maybe research something before you do it. Right. Right. Google it. Watch a YouTube video. Something. <laughs> For real though, preparation For real. is great, but it's not something that's in the uh, Bates vocabulary, unfortunately. No. Hard pass. <laughs> So then we move on to the graduation party. Carlin says it feels very surreal to be done with school, but like she's talking about this as if like, oh yeah, I'm graduating school, but like my focus is on my wedding in a couple days. Like this is great, but I don't really care that much because I'm getting married in like a week. Well, I mean, you know, the degree was just the backup plan for if exactly. she didn't get married. She got the MRS degree coming up. That's the real that's yeah. the real end goal. Oh yeah. I mean, cuz she's not going to use that degree. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, other than for their own children. Which... Yeah. I mean, yeah, but let's come on now. Um, So they, they, Kelly and Whitney planned this whole like convoluted, really dumb gender reveal thing, which like they made so much more complicated than it had to be. Yeah. They were like, let's put it in coffee cups and then we'll have two coffee cups and we'll switch it so you won't know the gender. It's just like, why not just have some of the confetti and hide it somewhere and put it in your fucking pocket or yeah. something or just like yeah i don't know it's it, they just made they were like she has to carry it around all day but it's gonna look suspicious because she doesn't usually carry around coffee and it's like guys nobody cares just just nobody notices yeah but they do um end up you know they they what they how they set this up is they do which i hated how they like set this up because they started uh-huh. it with like oh let's do some a couple of praises for carlin and so we go around and we have a couple people talking. Lawson says something. Callie's sobbing while she's she's losing talks another mother. Her. Yeah, <laughs> which is heartbreaking. Um, and yep. then and then we get over. I guess um, Kelly like basically forces Zach to be like, "And Zach, don't you have something you want to say?" And then they announce that she's pregnant. And then Kelly throws pink confetti all over them, and they scream, "It's uh-huh. a girl!" And Zach looks shocked. Yeah, shocked and kind of mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, even in the talking head, he's kind of upset that, like, Kelly knew before he did. Which I get. Yeah. You you made that baby. Like, yeah. it's your baby. You can feel however you want about the knowledge of the baby. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it w- I would be kind of upset with my wife if they went like behind because he she didn't even he didn't even know that she was like going to know this information yeah so I, I would be kind of upset that like yeah they went and planned something and she like told somebody in my family who is notorious for not being able to keep secrets before me yeah. the father of a baby yeah it was a little yeah. weird hard pass I don't know but whatever but it's a girl <laughs> so it's a girl yeah um I don't know they were just like 
trying to give Carlin some advice at the end where they're just like, try not to rush things, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, literally, all of you have, like, three kids by the time you're 30. If that's yeah. not rushing things, then I, I don't know what is. Y- your whole family is the epitome of rushing things. Yeah. And then just continuing to do them forever. <laughs> yes, yes. Just con- constant stress. The whole, all the way down. God. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot. It is. <laughs> So since we're just a couple weeks out from Carlin's wedding, uh, Miss Renee, our our faithful and and lovely Miss Renee, is coming into town to do some bridesmaids dress fitting and work. And so this is the first taste, the first hint that we get of what this wedding is going to be like. Mm-hmm. And wow, this was such a chaotic scene. It was so chaotic. All the dresses are different and like kind of a weird purple color except for Erin gets a mint green one because I guess she's maid of honor yeah maybe I don't know yeah the color palette was interesting because she had said it was different shades of pastel which is kind of true but it's like different shades of pastel purple yeah it was just different shades of purple yeah with one mint yeah and 12 bridesmaids yeah which I thought they said <laughs> that she was only having six we made a comment in the yeah. last episode she said they were having six on each side yeah. and I was like, oh, that's such a reasonable number of bridesmaids for uh-huh. Bates. But no, she's having literally, they're having, there's going to be 12. 24 people in their bridal party. I just can't even imagine. I don't even know 24 people. No, that's- I don't know. I don't like 24 people. <laughs> that's definitely true. Yeah. I like like five. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, God, I don't know. It's, they're all really bad. Mm-hmm. None of the dresses seem to really fit. I feel like they all just kind of got them from Azazi or something where it's just, you get what you get. Yeah. And Miss, Miss Renee definitely has her work cut out for her because she has some, lots of tailoring to do on many different dresses. Yes. Um, Aaron's dress was too low cut. Somebody's dress was like too big. Mm -hmm. Somebody's was too small. And then Whitney is going to be more Pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. So that's a whole nother issue aspect yeah. of this is that in six weeks, Whitney is going to be a different size than she is right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't even know. Uh, so after they try on the bridesmaids dresses and figure out all of the work that Miss Renee has to do, they try on Carlin's dress mm-hmm. and she's very nervous. Yep. But <laughs> she comes out with a dress and she's so happy with it. So stoked. I think it looks so different than what it did initially because mm-hmm. they made like, we were talking about this before we started recording, but like um, the under layer, Miss Renee changed it so that you could tell that it wasn't Carlin's skin because God forbid you think it's her skin under God there. God forbid. God. <laughs> Lord forfend. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It was, it yeah. So then it like has like, it looks like it has a tank top under it. It is different shapes. I don't know. It was weird. It wasn't yeah. as like magical as it was when she first tried it on. It was definitely like baitsified. Like let's tr- like yeah. let's find minuscule things that don't actually affect the modesty of the dress and pretend like they do, and then fix them and make the dress uglier. Mm-hmm. I think that's just how they do things on the on the Bates farm. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> and then we got the other Bates phrase that they always say. Girls always like hair up. Guys always like oh, hair down. God, I just that just reminded me so much of the conversation Nathan was having with I don't remember which one of the sisters it was. Uh huh. And 
Uh, it just it was so bad. It was so yeah. bad. Oh yeah, when it's like, no, your hair looks bad, and you're like, no, shut up, just like it's fine. Yeah, you don't critique someone's hair on their wedding day. No, you should wear your hair however she, you want. But everyone yeah. is trying to convince Carlin to wear her hair down, which Carlin does have very pretty long hair, so I get that. Yeah. But also, just do whatever you want. Yeah, she could also make a really cool updo with it. Yeah, and have a whole different silhouette and vibe. Yeah, totally. but I think up would have been way more elegant because mm-hmm. she wanted elegant. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think this is one of those weird things like how the Duggars are always like, well, men love women's long hair. They love for their hair to be long. Yeah, it's just it, like this weird family preference that has somehow turned into a thing. Yeah, it's definitely like the, the your hair is your crowning jewel, so you should show it off type thing and you like can't cut your hair. It's, yeah, it's giving bad vibes for sure. Yeah, let them see your hair to see how fertile you are. Ew. Oh, God. Good hair, good loins. All right. Do you have anything else to say about this episode or can we just move along? No, that's it. Okay. So the next episode is called Home is Where the Heart Is. (sighs) Is it? (laughs) Is it though? So Michael was accepted to nursing school in Tennessee. And so they've officially moved back home. Mm-hmm. And um, it's also the week of Carlin's wedding, so you got to make it as stressful as possible and have to yeah. move back that the week of and have your family help you move in. Yes, especially because Michael moved into the house and Brandon's still in Chicago because he still had work and stuff to do. So, like, what are we doing here? I don't know. I feel like <laughs> we, I, feel I like... feel like we could have just pushed everything a week and it would have made it easier for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, once again they got to rush into things. That's their yeah. that's their motto. Got to get home. Got to get home now. Yes. Yeah, they have some of the family members helping them move in, and they're talking about how excited they are to have Michael and Brandon back. And yep. Michael is already getting recruited into basically working for Kelly, including doing tutoring after she's already gone to school herself coming home and then tutoring her siblings yeah and michael sews as a business yes. too. yeah so like she's busy she's gonna be yeah. busy when she gets into school especially yeah. and also i just want to tell kelly like if she needs help with tutoring you know that there are like public schools that can help with that yeah i've heard that there are schools i mean even if you really want to split the difference here there are religious schools oh wow Oh wow, but you'd have to spend money on those and I don't think they'll yeah. allow I don't think they'll allow guild to trade tree jobs for tuition, but I don't know. They might be different in Tennessee. You never know, it's Tennessee. There's True. there's a lot of a lot of churches and I'm sure a lot of church schools. Yeah, honestly, I'm sure that they can make a deal somehow. But yeah, this is like horrifying and mostly depressing, but also harkens back to the Duggar family where Jana is going to raise the kid, the rest of the kids because yeah. parents are too tired. And I think that's what's going to happen to Michael. Yeah. Michael has big Jana energy, but it's interesting because they're yeah. like, they're very similar in a lot of ways. Um, are they both the oldest girl? Is Michael the oldest or is Aaron? Michael is older than Aaron. Yeah. Okay. So both Michael and Jana are both the oldest uh-huh. girl. And then, so Michael's married, but Jana's not, but Michael cannot have babies so she yeah. might as well not be married in their eyes i guess yeah, she's she's not fulfilling her mother's role or woman's role as yeah. being a mother so mm-hmm. she must mother her youngest siblings hate that and probably i'm sure i'm sure she'll get recruited by her sisters to do stuff for her their kids oh yeah 
she's gonna be everybody's little bitch yeah i feel i feel (laughs) i don't mean that meanly i just mean like she's gonna yeah be at everyone's beck and call like oh you don't have kids right you have time and it's just gonna be like barb after barb i feel awful for michael and i think the part that i feel the worst about is that she's like so happy to do all this you know what i mean like she doesn't see like how how much she's being taken advantage of essentially yeah it's the same kind of feeling I get with like Lydia Plath. Like yes, yeah. She, in order to like preserve her mental health and be happy, she just had to buy wholehearted into the bullshit. Right. Yeah. And that's what's her life is gonna be. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh. It's kind of a bummer, but it is for sure. Maybe it'll be okay. Maybe she'll find joy in it and whatever. Hopefully, I don't know. It sounds awful and stressful to me, but I'm not made for the Bates lifestyle, so. No. I mean, maybe you're just, like, grown different around 19 siblings all the time. Like, you're yeah, just like, oh, I well, it's too quiet. Gonna freak out. Ugh, hate that. Yeah. I don't like it. But, oh, the other thing is Michael did volunteer for the tour- tutoring that she's going to come over every day yes. between 3.30 when she gets out of nursing school to 5.30 when Brandon gets home. Like, uh, like when are you going to have any time for yourself, though, dude? You don't need time for yourself. All you need time is for Jesus. That's true. Good point. Good point, Jillian. Also, isn't nursing school for herself? Oh, good point. Yeah, definitely. She should be grateful that they're letting her go. Yeah, you should. You're letting you leave the house, okay? I wonder if she's actually going to become a nurse, because this is only 2019, so she may yeah. not have gotten done I know yet. She, I know she's finished, I think, but is I don't she? think she has been working. I don't know if oh. she plans to. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe she won't get the vaccine. I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so moving on it's the week before the wedding and evan is in town to do some last minute wedding stuff and also to work on getting their house together and Mm -hmm. evan and carlin have rented that awful house that we talked about Uh the family friend's house that michael and brandon were like oh it's so small and old yeah (laughs) so i guess it's not too small and too old for evan and carlin but yeah i mean i guess that makes sense because i think they would probably be happy to live anywhere together because they're just like so happy to finally get to fuck yeah yeah they're just like anywhere with a bed exactly anywhere with a bed as long as there's room for a bed we're good (laughs) yep so they're working on organizing all of the kitchen stuff and Mm -hmm. they're Evan, I loved how, like, Evan recommended to put the pots and pans in, like, the little cabinet directly next to the oven, which is where you would Uh put pots and pans. And Carlin was like, oh, my God, you are so smart. How did you think of that? (laughs) And then she didn't know what a pan or a pot was. Or a skillet. There was a whole, like, pan, pot, semantic argument happening. It was a whole thing. Mm -hmm. (sighs) It was so much. And And the young boys think that cookie sheets are only used for cookie for cookies you can't bake you can't cook anything else on a cookie sheet those are only for cookies one of the older middle boy i can't remember if it was warden it probably was fucking warden (laughs) uh, who said i don't care what they call it as long as they're cooking me dinner on it and Uh, i was like yeah that's sounds right how you end up with some kids who goes go to the insurrection exactly yeah that's that's tracks well for me Mm mm-hmm Let's see. Oh, and then, you know, all of a sudden, it can't be, you know, a scene with Evan and Carlin if they don't just randomly start singing in the middle of it. Well. Here we learn that Evan and Carlin plan on planning on singing a duet at their wedding that Evan is still in the process of writing. A week out. Yes. Also, why can't you just do a duet of a known song? Yeah. You don't. Yeah. 
it's you don't need to write your own song you can just sing a known song like just sing a hymn together or something if you want to oh yeah but it no, was it's... it was bizarre and it was so bad it's yeah and they like don't even know the lyrics because the lyrics aren't even written i don't know it was, it was so it, weird it was so bad but they talk about how they don't want to just say their vows they want to show them that, does, I mean, that doesn't even make sense. You're still saying them if you're singing them. You're just annoying everyone else in the process. Yeah, yeah. You're just melodically saying them. <laughs> yes. Um, I can't imagine being their chaperone in this moment. Like, I can't remember which of the boys it was that yeah. was in the kitchen with them. But just, like, the amount of, like, I'm not listening. I'm not paying attention. Mm-mm. I can't. I'm dissociating from this moment. <laughs> Yeah, I, in general, even if the song or the situation is not that awkward, I find it very awkward when people start singing. I just, like, I get so much, like, cringe. And yeah. But, like, hearing something like this being sung, I would literally, like, roll up to a ball and die. Yeah, I would just pack myself in one of the boxes that the pants came out of. Yeah, for sure. So then we move on to some boutique stuff. They're working on a photo shoot for the dress boutique and again, this is the week of Carlin's wedding. Yeah, this is insane. And also, like, I follow them with our, like, TV Literate account because I'm interested. And their dresses have gotten so much better because what the fuck is this dress that they <laughs> yeah. are wearing in this? It's literally, like, stripe, like, sailor stripe, like, light navy blue, light navy blue, navy blue and white stripes. And then uh-huh. on the bottom, it's black and white polka dots yeah it's the it looks like two different dresses that were like caught in an accident yeah it's just not not good not good not good no it's very bad but whatever i guess but so they have kelly and some of the sisters whoever they could find uh modeling dresses and they talk about how awkward it is to model and they don't Mm -hmm. how they don't know what to do with their hands which i get that's Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I would be such an awkward model. Oh, yeah. No, no idea what to do with my hands. Like, anytime I have to take professional photos, I'm just like, um, <laughs> where do these go? I'll put them up above my head. <laughs> I don't know. Pockets? Should I just, like, tie them behind my back? I don't know. <laughs> um, And then, of course, they're doing some, like, casual wedding planning in the background <laughs> during all this, which makes it all just so much more chaotic. I know. It's like, hey, you want to start a new business and have a wedding and have a graduation party and graduate all in the same, like, week and a half? No, uh, no, no pressure at all. No pressure. So then we get to the end of this shoot and Carlin calls Evan and Evan sounded so fucking stressed out on the phone. He's so done. He's so done. And he's so dumb. I don't know. Like, they are talking, and he's like, well, why isn't the Wi-Fi working in the house? And it's like, okay, you're the one in the house. Sir. <laughs> yeah, figure it out. I don't know. I'm at the I'm at the boutique place. Like, we're just Yeah, call out. the Wi-Fi people. Yes, they would probably know more than me. And then, yeah. so they decide that they are going to get their marriage license again the week of, because yeah. they haven't done that yet. And I love how Carlin insists that they have to match to go get the I know. marriage license. I know, you gotta get dressed up to go to the courthouse. Like, you're w- not even getting courthouse married. You are just filling out the a paper. Form. Yeah, but also, I wonder if she thinks that, like, you have to, you get a picture taken, like, at, when you get your license, and then maybe. she's like, maybe we want to match and look really cute in our picture, and then I wonder how disappointed she was when it's literally just regurgitating information that you should know, but you don't know, and yep. getting a piece of paper that says you can get married. <laughs> yep. It's it's so fucked up. This whole scene was so much. It was so bad. 
It starts out with Gil walking up to the courthouse with them and then pointing at the building and be like, you see, it says, in God we trust. That's the most important thing at the courthouse right there. Oh, Lord help me. I know. The 60s were a really bad time for America. That's, I mean, yes. Also now. Until, yeah, now. But yeah, like, <laughs> it, that's when it, re- I feel like that's when the shit really started sliding downhill and we've just been going. It's just, yeah, steady pace downwards. Yeah. Then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So I just wrote, Gil, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah, mood for the whole fucking show, honestly. But like I said, this is just a couple of days before their wedding. And they didn't know that this was a thing that they had to do until their marriage uh, or their wedding planner like reminded them. And they were like, oh, I guess that's something we have to do. Which, yep, that's kind of important. Carlin says, I've never had to get a marriage license before. Mm. <laughs> like, well, that makes sense because you've yeah. never married before. Yeah, yeah, and this will pro- and since divorce is not allowed, this will be the only time you ever get one. So enjoy it. Yeah, have them signing that paper. But so we get in, and the poor person working behind the desk has <laughs> to deal with them because she's asking very basic questions: What state were you born? What state were your parents born? What's your social What's your security father's number? name? Yes. What's your father's name? And she gets literally all of them wrong. And thank God Gil was there to chaperone because otherwise they would not have been able to get their marriage license. No, no, it's it's so fucked up. Like Carlin sincerely does not know her social security number and Gil knows it. Like Gil has 19 children and knows it. You are one person and you don't know yours. And then she's like, I don't even know why I need to know numbers. It's so lame. Like, I don't even know your phone number. And it's like, please write someone's phone number down and remember it because if your phone dies and you're on like the side of the road and need to use somebody else's phone also she was just acting like it was crazy that like normal people have their social security number memorized and it's like yeah that's something like when you write enough forms like for me i learned mine so quickly because every time i go to the doctor and i go to the doctor all the fucking time i have to write it down (laughs) so then of course we get uh, information that you get a discount if they do premarital counseling, which they did mm-hmm. uh, through Gill, I'm assuming. Probably, because it can be religious or anything. It takes $60 off of a $100 payment. That's which crazy. Which is so fucked up that you could just be yeah. like, yeah, my priest told me that I'm good at marriage. Yeah, and you sent me the form that showed like all the different like legitimate forms of counseling and there were like so many it's just it's crazy it's like what does that do it's just like any representative from any religion can say that they yeah or like any like like, it's bizarre it was it's weird and is very tennessee that like somehow religious marriage counseling is gonna save them money on the divorce rate yeah i don't i don't quite understand the logic there but i mean I i don't know i don't know I don't feel like also just like getting counseling is worth sixty the sixty dollars you save. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Especially because it seems like quite a few of the premarital counseling people do it for money. Yeah, for pro- so like, you have to pay them first. Like you pay them and then you take sixty dollars off. And it's like yeah, premarriage counseling is great, but like yeah, I don't I don't understand the incentive here. <laughs> yeah, obviously, like if you think you benefit from premarriage counseling, like I'm not I'm not bad mouthing that like go for yeah. it i'm I all think for most counseling. straight people should have pre-marriage counseling because like asking like what do you feel about finances how do you feel about yeah. children do you hate my parents like none of those questions will ever be answered outside of a premarital counseling office until it like comes to a fucking yeah head yeah definitely definitely sorry straight people 
That's okay. I'm, I'll speak for all straight people and I'll say it's okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Do you have anything else to say about that episode or can we move on to the actual, the wedding? Oh, I do have to say that Gil, after they signed all the papers, said, that don't mean she's yours yet. And it's like, cool, you're signing over your property. I hate this. Hate it all. Hate it all. Hate it. But hate you that guys. Definitely checks out. Sounds like sounds oh, like something well. Gil would say. Big time. All, all right. right. So the final episode of season eight is called A Wedding Worth the Wait. Was it? Was, was it, it worth though? the wait? Let's see. Also, did they wait? It's like three months since they got engaged. Yeah. It's really well, I think that they they like reference how long of a courtship Carlin and Evan had, but it was only like like a year and a half, two years. It wasn't it was yeah. like a normal so like slightly lower end of normal dating period. Especially for yeah. their age. Like they're yeah. literally in their twenties. Like maybe if they were in their late twenties, sure, that's kind of like a long time. Yeah, maybe. I think Carlin's like what, twenty one? Yeah. So like if they've been dating for two years, like she was under eighteen before yeah. then. Right. It's like, okay guys, come on now. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, we start off things great by learning that Lawson is singing the song that they will be doing their dancing to at the wedding, which is just great, great for it. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be bad. Yeah. But the song that he's singing is going to be is one that he wrote and it is one that's going to be on his upcoming album. Yeah. So he for the dance because he doesn't want it to just be too quiet with his guitar and the 1,000 people at the wedding, um, they're piping in the album backing tracks so that Thank he God. can sing. Thank God. On top of them. So we have this scene with Evan and Carlin practicing while Lawson sings. And they only, first of all, Evan and Carlin only went to one dance lesson, which... I okay. know. They went to one dance lesson and they're like, we're way more rusty than we thought. And it's like, it's like how are yeah. you rusty? You never learned. <laughs> exactly. It's like... <laughs> Did you really think you knew how to dance from one dance lesson? And they had completely forgotten everything. They had to go watch a video that they yeah. had recorded of them dancing so they could remember what the steps were supposed to look like. It's like, okay, guys. What a fucking nightmare. So, yeah, they definitely need some more practice sessions before the wedding if they want to make it good because they are quite rusty. Yep, and it's just two days. Great. Great. <laughs> I did like that Trace was, like, so fed up with them. Mm -hmm. in yeah. the like talking head or something he was just like super judgy i yeah. don't know it was good it was a mood for sure so then we get a duggar sighting which oh, i yeah. don't know why i wasn't expecting this because i knew that joy and carlin were like especially close but i yeah just forgot about it and she just shows up um and yeah they're out getting nails done getting ready for the the wedding yeah and it's supposed to be joy carlin aaron and tori but aaron and tori our late. late baits of course always so but they eventually do show up and um carlin is just like so stressed out about everything the duet mostly is like what's really playing heavily which like you don't have to do the duet no one's expecting that no one says you have to <laughs> yeah don't do it no and uh they also so i guess carlin had done a hair trial like earlier that uh -huh. day to figure out what they wanted to do with her hair and so she showed pictures to Aaron and tori and they hated it and they like made oh, her yeah. change it yeah she, she said on the talking head every time i get a trial i love it but then i show it to my sisters and they hate it and i'm like well uh, you're getting back what you gave yeah yeah <laughs> i mean yeah that is true like she really has no room because she's always the one that's like giving her opinion where it's not needed, not needed. God, I could not handle this environment. No, this is so like 
chaotic and competitive and I don't yes. know why like I, I think I mean you're not even an only child but I'm an only child and I hate competition like that because no. like yeah don't do it yeah I'm I'm I have an older brother and I like I cannot st- I'm not a competitive person I don't have like a competitive yeah. bone in my body I just don't I care. guess you guys didn't have to fight for food like no we didn't thankfully children have to do since there's 19 of them thankfully my parents provided and paid attention to both of us they're good parents yeah. <laughs> they're bu- actually that's just like bare minimum parents but they are good parents in addition to yeah them. yeah that was like <laughs> that's the bottom bar of good parents is like pays attention and loves and feeds yeah and doesn't like expressly favor one child over the other like yeah you know. or make your children compete for your affection yeah thankfully i did not have to experience that no can't say the same for these kids though no <laughs> um god so then they finally make her get her fucking flower crown they decide that's her look is a flower yeah. crown with her hair the, down this is like the day before the wedding or two days before the wedding uh-huh. and they called i guess i don't know who was it that was doing her hair Kim. Uh, yeah oh. one of one of kelly's yeah. sisters i think and was like oh we need to do a flower crown and she's like i mean i don't really have the stuff for a flower crown so we're not gonna do that but i mean but yeah it's like you can't just expect like this brand new added element that's going to take time to prepare and incorporate you can't expect that to just like be an okay thing to demand the day before your wedding and also carlin's wedding is all about quote-unquote elegance and stuff like a flower crown is boho which is what all of the other girls have done for their Mm -hmm. weddings it's like boho to rustic kind of stuff this is like she's getting married in a fancy ass winery with columns and plinths and shit yeah very fancy stuff and she wants to do a dance and she wants it to be fancy yes. and they're like do a flower crown and i they love should... a flower crown yeah i did a flower crown but it's not like the fancy vibe it's not cinderella yeah i i love a good flower crown but yeah you'd think she'd go for more like a tiara or something like that if yeah. she wanted some type of hair piece but yeah i don't know but like i just think that carlin and i'm sure probably a lot of the other siblings like they can't they don't know how to make a decision for themselves or make like yeah. choices for themselves because there's so many competing voices and they never learn to like listen to their own. Yeah. Or stand up for themselves. Yeah. Like yeah. you just, yeah. Even if you want something, you don't Yeah, it's like, fight oh, for it because God. it's not godly or yeah. kind or whatever. Ugh. Hate it. Hate it. So then we get some duet practice. Carlin and Evan are meeting up with Evan's brother-in-law, Daniel, to practice their duet. And mm-hmm. thankfully, Evan has decided to make a backup plan in case Carlin is too emotional to sing, which I feel like is probably a pretty good bet. Yes, but maybe they should have had a backup plan for him crying. Yeah, that's good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah, um, Carlin doesn't know the words, the harmony, the tune, it's anything. Bad. This song was literally just finished. Like, Yeah, it's like if you want to do a full-on duet at your wedding and you want to write that duet, that needs to be something you prepare for weeks, yeah. months in advance. Yeah, yeah like you got to do it like a month before the wedding. So then yeah. you have a month to like... Learn it, practice it, work perfect it, it. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh. But no, it's 24 just hours. Everything is as, as stressful as it possibly can be. Yeah. God. So then we're moving on to the rehearsal. We're at the venue, the the colony venue, and it's absolutely mm-hmm. scorching hot. Yeah, we've 94 got, degrees. Who'd have thunk it at an outdoor wedding? I know, right? In Tennessee in, like, May. Come on now. Yeah. There's just, like, a million brides or bridesmaids and groomsmen uh-huh. just everywhere. They have to figure out how to position them. 
Yeah, and they were just kind of like standing around as like couples in yeah. places, which was it, weird. It was bizarre. It was bizarre. The only thing that I had to say about the rehearsal was just my constant point of it's so fucking weird that you just don't kiss before you get fucking married. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's so weird. And it's weird that like you it's weird to me that you would want to have a moment like that in front of everybody. Your first Absolutely time. Absolutely not. No. I don't want my parents to see me kiss. <laughs> no. I don't want my grandparents to see me kiss. It was weird enough at my wedding when it wasn't like so sexually charged and weird because like yeah. we kissed before. Spoiler alert. I know that makes me a horror, yeah. but I'd kissed my husband before I married him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like when, you know, you live together, et cetera, people know. And like, yeah, people can connect the dots. We share a like, bed, y'all. <laughs> regular like PDA, like closed mouth kiss kiss is not weird to do in no. front of family like no. if you're like oh you know i gotta leave this family function okay bye like yeah. whatever like yeah no this is like no we're gonna make it high pressure we're gonna make everybody watch it yeah and just like the amount of sexual tension because this is like the first they've been like waiting so long to do it it's like so awkward to do that in front of your entire family and all of your friends yeah yeah oh my god i would die i would die too I guess it's just kind of like the bad old days in like feudal um, England and whatever, where like the lords and ladies and stuff, when they got married, when the lords got married, they would have the court watch the first intercourse. Oh, God. Because to make sure that, you know, they had consummated the marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's, yeah, yeah. we're not far off from that, honestly. And I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened and we just didn't know about it. Yeah, it's probably like, oh, yeah, you know, you've got to have your pastor in the room with you to answer your spiritual questions. (laughs) Make sure she bleeds, too. (laughs) Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. So Evan's mom and sisters planned the actual dinner. They're having lasagna. And because it's not a Bates family planned event it's actually planned very nicely and very well uh-huh it's very pretty <laughs> mm-hmm. it looks nice it's air conditioned which is yeah, always good always good so they do a bunch of speeches carlin gives yeah. a speech and she's sobbing before she gets like the first word out of her mouth basically oh yeah evan does a speech and he mostly cries because he's moving away from his family for the mm-hmm. very first time yeah which dang yeah it's a lot that's it's Again, we've talked about this a lot, but it's it's it's, it's a lot for at once. Yeah, like they make you do so many changes. Like everybody else just moves out and kind of learns how to like live your life as an adult by yourself with like a fallback yeah. in college and beyond. And no, these are like, nope, you're going to get married. You're going to have sex. You're going to have your first kiss. You're going to move into your own place and you're going to have to support one other person. Good luck. Yeah, fuck that. No, like I genuinely really value all of the experiences that I had in my early 20s with like living situations because I've had I've I've had kind of like all the different not all of them but like lots of different living situations I've lived with a roommate a friend I've lived by myself I've lived with Mm -hmm. a partner like before we were married and like I'm so glad that I got to experience all of those because I learned so much from each one of those and I feel like I, I feel like now that I'm you know living permanently with a person I am glad that I had that time kind of like to myself and to like experiment and experience all of the different circumstances. And it's like crazy that they only get to like, they never get to live by themselves. They only get to live with people. They're like literally bound by law to. 
Yeah. And it's it's bizarre. It was like interesting to see Evan have some like genuine like he genuinely was getting like really emotional over the thought of like leaving home, which I get. Like I was yeah. really emotional when I moved home out of home too, but like yeah. it's just crazy it's so that it's much. all happening at once. I just feel like that's way too much emotional pressure at one time. I remember what I was gonna say. Doing life this way it feels like that you're just setting up the couple who's going off to get married to get like trauma bonded because yeah. like, you're gonna struggle you're gonna not understand how to pay rent or pay bills and have mm-hmm. something shut off or whatever like all of these things that can go wrong that do go wrong when you're yeah. living by yourself or when you're young and living with roommates but like you don't have a family to support and like mm-hmm. figure it out that way you are just yourself and you can fuck up yourself for a year or two and get back on track right well and then like on top of all that you have like the first year of marriage for many people is the hardest mm-hmm. uh that's what I hear anyway and I think that you know especially yeah. that's especially true like I don't I, I didn't the only hard part of the first year of marriage for us was that was when the pandemic started but yeah. like that's because my husband and I lived together for multiple years before we got married we were comfortable with each other so like marriage wasn't that big of a difference but like for them it's like everything is changing at once and so now you have to figure out how to live by yourself and how to be married at the same time and that's just no that's stuff like nah nah it's a recipe for disaster for sure and then of course the parents give their speeches there's just like a whole bunch of crying going on you know yeah you know how it is yeah um kelly kind of says a weird thing she's like i just love wedding planning because then we talk so much and it's like you can just talk to your kids more yeah that was like i know that like kids oftentimes don't want to talk to you but yeah yeah, it was definitely like passive aggressive yeah there was a weird kind of like emphasis on that on like being sad that the the wedding planning is over because that means we can't like we spent so much time together but now it's over and it's like you know that like the wedding isn't the only thing you have to like be excited about and like the only thing you can bond over yeah yeah and also carlin's not dying or even moving away <laughs> no no she'll just like, like literally be down the, the street town. yeah come on now you just can't show up unannounced all the time yeah all the time probably most of the time mm-hmm. god no nightmare so it's finally wedding day we're finally there um evan arrives to castleton farms with his brother ethan who i guess is his best Mm -hmm. man and i know like we talked about this in the last episode when they were like touring castleton farms that they definitely like struck up a deal because they kept Mm -hmm. name dropping the venue like they kept saying castleton farms castleton farms and i don't remember them doing that at like any other venue no (laughs) it's like it was just like so blatant yeah even lawson was like ah yes castleton farms (laughs) was a great venue (laughs) Which is fine. Get yeah. it, Castleton Farms. Sure. But also, yeah. like... It was, they didn't do a very good job at, like, being subtle about it. No, it's like when they do the um, product placement for where they picked up, like, the big thing of food. Oh, Cracker Barrel, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel, thank you. I was like, country time? No. <laughs> Something like that. Something with the, where they would eat. Yeah, they did that, and they did the Tyson chicken Yeah, ads. which they're just so awkward. Which, I mean, I would be awkward as shit yeah. trying to do product placement it's... in a reality TV show. Yeah, awkward. Just like, yeah, that's not natural. But Oak Express is. So all the all the girls are getting ready together, and it's just so chaotic because of how yeah. big her bridal party is. There's just so much going on. They seem to only have one hair and makeup, like one hair person and one makeup person for 12 girls. I don't know how that's possible because we had, so I had five people in my bridal party. Mm-hmm. And we did, we did hair and makeup, and we had one person do hair and makeup. And we literally had to start 
at like eight, like seven a.m. and the, yeah. my wedding was at five p.m. So like I just don't know how the timing worked with all of that. I had five people. She has over twice the amount of people I have. Yeah, and they all wanted probably more fuss stuff because yeah. they're more vain. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they did it, but it was chaotic. That's yeah. all I know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Carlin already starts crying during hair and makeup because, mm-hmm. again, you're changing your entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot, lot going on today. They yeah. do some bridesmaids photos before the ceremony. And, yeah. again, we see Callie is, like, really emotional because she's losing another mom. Uh, yep. It's clear that Callie and Carlin are have a close bond. I think Carlin is pretty close with all of the younger girls, and so I think that they were I all kind of struggling. I mean, it kind of makes sense because she is the elementary education yeah, yeah, person, definitely. so I'm sure she did like all of their schooling for the past four years. Great. Yes. Yeah, but <sighs> it's like it's it's sad, and it just it, it brings up a lot of like I don't know yeah. questions about the. <laughs> The f- I feel like you're just re-traumatizing all these young children over and over again. Yeah, it's like giving a shit. This family structure does not work. It's not. It's not. It's not great for at least if you want to like preserve your children's emotions. Yeah, yeah. You either all have to live together in a fucking cult commune to do this, so then nobody ever leaves. <laughs> right. Right. Or oh, and we whatever. finally see that Aunt Kim did make the flower crown after all. I don't know how. I guess she had some like leftover flowers and just pieced it together. But it looked not great. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't that great. Yeah. No. If if you want like a fancy, elegant crown, it was not that. No. Yeah. It was just like a little ribbon with some flowers on it. Yeah. It looks like what you get at the Renaissance Festival. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very elegant. <laughs> <laughs> so elegant. Love a good Ren Fair. So then we do a first look with, which I always think it's kind of weird to do a first look with your dad. No, I know. I was like, isn't this what grooms do with brides? Like, You're supposed to, but thing? I don't know. Apparently it is a thing because I was asked by our photographer if we wanted to do a first look with my dad. And I was like, I mean, he can look at me. Like, I don't like, he's allowed to look at me. Just like, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to make it an event. Like, yeah. Like, if you wanted to do like a, like the first look she did, I think a little bit later with like the bridesmaids or like the whole like everyone involved in the wedding and you come out and you're like look at my shit and then it's like ooh, so beautiful that's fun yeah but, yeah it was it was bizarre yeah. for sure i was like no like i'll just go out and show my dad my dress and like if you want to take a picture of it happening that's fine but like yeah we're I not gonna wanna... like do this turn around and wait yeah. like bizarre <laughs> yeah but of course carlin is just like absolutely a wreck yeah sobbing and reasonably Gil is too and Carlin gives Gil a little tie that has like an engraving that's like, I'll always be your little girl or something like that. Yeah, that's what it's Again, said. just like ownership. Like, I'm not yeah. my own person. I was my dad's and now I'm my husband's. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you can be your dad's child without having to be his little girl. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> As someone who is a female person with a father. <laughs> same i feel like i am not my father's little girl i am no. still his child but yes not his i'm his girl. child i'm his daughter i consider my dad a friend too i'm his yeah. friend oh yeah but yeah i'm not i'm not a little girl i'm literally i'll be 30 in like a few days so yeah, yeah. i don't know it was so weird yeah <laughs> But we got that out of the way, at least. And we're moving yeah. on to the ceremony. Everyone looks hot as hell waiting for the ceremony oh, to start. Which... I wrote, everyone looks hot AF. <laughs> yes, they re- they looked miserable. 
Yeah. Uh, so we get Carlin and Gil walking down the steps, which watching that stressed me out. And I would have been so nervous if I were Carlin oh, yeah. walking down those steps in my yeah. dress and heels. Oh, no. Oh, no, honey. Uh-uh. No, it was just like straight up and down cement stairs with like a metal pole in the middle kind of thing. Like, yeah. Bizarre. Uh-uh. Yeah. I would have tumbled like a marshmallow down that. It would have been bad. It would have not <laughs> been good. I would have not made it to the end of the aisle. That's for sure. But she does, thankfully. <laughs> she does. She made it. It looked like a struggle, but it did, but she did. She got there and Evan is already crying as Carlin walks down the aisle. Yeah. Of course, Gil gets to do some of his preaching, uh, but he's been told to keep it short and sweet, which I thought was funny, but you know, it's Gil. So Um, did you see when they were all coming down the aisle, the little boys like Judd and Jeb, I think they were carrying the I'm still single signs i'm like oh cool hate this again They're like these are like six-year-olds six year <laughs> gross i hate that yeah, i also hated so weird i also hated in gill's little like sermon thing he talks about how carlin is a fancy teacup literally yeah. he literally says like carlin is a fancy teacup and that evan is superman i'm not sure where this came from but it's true I don't know. I feel like I need to find a picture of Superman drinking tea out of a teacup. Yeah, for sure. It's just so fucking weird. He said something like, "Like Carlin isn't the cup of coffee you throw in your back, co- in your back seat on your way to work." Which, like, first of all, that's gross. What are you doing? Second of all, <laughs> like, let's not compare. Let's not like call our child. My child is a cup. Like, yeah, like maybe don't objectify your daughters. Let's not. Let's not. It's a per. She's a person, actually. Yeah, yeah. You could say like, my daughter is a. Strong and independent and confident woman. Yes. Instead of, she's a fine teacup. Also, Evan gets compared to an actual other person, Superman. Yeah. But Carlin gets compared to a literal inanimate well, object. That's because men are people and humans that's are true. not. Good humans, point, Jillian. Women are not. <laughs> humans are not people, <laughs> no. but men are. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the wrongest. <laughs> You're not. You're not. <laughs> so then we finally get to the duet. Hmm. What is there to say about the duet? I don't know. All I wrote was, oh my god, it's so cringe. It was so bad. Carlin says she felt like she was standing on the moon. Which I get. Yeah, all I have to say is thankfully the piano was like really drowning them out. Like I don't think the 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 voc- the microphones were turned up loud enough to combat the piano. I think there so, may have been a reason. Yeah, yeah, probably for the best for everyone. Yeah. It was yeah. painful to sit through. Yeah, it was not Sex Pest Josh Duggar mm. bad. Well, but... nothing can be because it, that's Sex Pest Josh Duggar. Yeah. Like, that just automatically makes it the worst. But uh, it wasn't far off. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. That is for sure. Mm-mm. But finally, they shut up and we move on. And the priest, um, it's time for the first kiss, of course, but the priest has yeah. to fake them out. And instead of saying, like, you may kiss the bride, he says, let us pray. And yeah. everyone laughs, and it's a whole thing, and it's like, okay. Yeah, and Evan's like, ha, 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 he does that every time. And Carlin's like, why the fuck didn't you warn me then? <laughs> also, like, that's, like, that is one of those things that, like, somebody thinks is so funny, so they have to do it every time. But it's like, okay, it was funny the first two or three times you did it, but, like, all right, it's it's really not that funny. <laughs> no, it's not that funny. And just makes a very, like, awkward time even more awkward. Like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, dude. Yeah, I feel like the most awkward part of my wedding was like the very end where you have to like, oh yeah, kiss definitely, and, and move. Yeah. Like, ah, yeah, it's hi. like what am I supposed to be doing? I'm supposed to be looking at people. There are people staring at me. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. 
But they do kiss and they don't combust or anything. So that's good. Then they move on to their reception venue, which is like a little covered area. Mm -hmm. And they do the cake cutting. And because it's Carlin, she has to be obnoxious with it. And Evan is too, I guess. They match each other in obnoxious cake ways. Perfect for each other. Yeah. And they do the, the smashing and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And Evan's like, well, she's always smashing stuff into my face. And I'm like... That's called unreleased sexual aggression. <laughs> God, that's the <laughs> truth, though. It is. She's like smashing ice cream in his face on dates. Yeah, that's because you want to kiss the boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not the only thing I want to smash in his face. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dead ass. No. <laughs> so then, oh God, we move on to speeches. And Evan's brother, Ethan, gives a little speech. Uh, Whitney also gives a speech. And then we get to Aaron. Oh, my God. Aaron. I fucking... uh, First of all, I feel like Aaron and Carlin are two of all the Bates siblings. Well, I would say of all the Bates girls. Let's not talk. Lawson is next level. Yeah. They are the two that, like, crave attention on them the most. Oh, yeah. At least that seems... That's the vibe I get from the show. And so I think that Aaron even though she like loves Carlin and they're very close and she was like the maid of honor could not stand that Carlin was getting the attention. And so she's giving this speech and like, first of all, she's like talking about herself so much in the speech, which the speech is supposed to be about Carlin. She's talking about the kids that she's contributed to the world or whatever. uh And she makes, and she says something about four kids and she only has three. And so everyone's like, wait, what? And she goes, Oh, Oh, whoops. Oh yeah. I'm pregnant. Yeah, like, first of all, I don't know most people who, like, unless you're in, like, the final trimester, who refer to their pregnancy as a full child yet. Yeah. Well, I guess if anybody would, it would be them. But Yeah, yeah. it would be. They're like, once that sperm looks at that egg, it's a child. Hey, I'll tell you from experience, you should not count your eggs before they're hatched. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, but yeah, I don't. Hint. I don't know. Like, I don't know that we don't. We don't really get a lot of information about like how far along she is or whatever. But like, yeah. seriously, this is like you do not announce your pregnancy anywhere at like anybody's event, especially somebody else's wedding, like wedding reception, like yes. not even rehearsal. Yeah, reception. Reception. Where you are giving everyone. your maid of honor speech. Yeah. And I don't know if I was just projecting, but it did kind of seem like Carlin was a little annoyed by it because I would be. Like, I think she, when she, like, went up to hug Aaron after the speech, she just said something like, oh, you make me laugh. You're so funny. And it wasn't like, oh, my God, congratulations. You're having another baby. Well, (laughs) and on top of that, her whole speech that wasn't about herself was about how Carlin is going to be the most fertile and have the most children. And, like, bizarre. we pretty much know that Carlin doesn't want that. Like, she said she wants, like, four kids. Yeah, she even said, like, I think I saw on the Bates thing that she said that, like, they just had a baby in, like, April, that they're, like, not... Which, I mean, this could mean nothing, but they said that they're, like, good on a baby for a while. They don't want another one anytime soon. Well, I mean, it makes fucking sense, and she's having, like, seizures and fainting and shit. Yeah, no, like, pregnancy fucks up your body so much. And Aaron should fucking know this, because Aaron has the same clotting disorders that Carlin has. Yeah, and she's, like, yeah, she's had so many health issues. Like, it's a miracle that she's been able to have babies at all, especially given the COVID stuff that's happened, too. God, yeah. It's, like... It's, yeah, and I was just, I was so annoyed. I 
like I do, I'm not a fan of Aaron most yeah. of the time, but this like literally brought her down like three more pegs in my book. It was oh, so yeah. it was so petty. And you could tell she was trying to play it off as like, oh, it was a mistake. I didn't mean to do it. But you could tell that like that was the plan. Like the whole time was to like end on me announcing my pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. Like why would you not say something like, Oh, you know, congratulations to my sister. She found a really nice guy, blah, 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 blah. No, you're just like, Carlin's going to fuck a lot and have a lot of babies. And I have yeah, to. And me too. <laughs> We're repopulating the earth. I was so mad that they didn't do like a, I wanted to see Chad's face so much. Cause I know Chad was like so embarrassed by this. Oh yeah. Chad fled the room. Yeah. But I guess that's why we didn't get a, a reaction shot because I was, I really wanted to see what his reaction was. Cause he's always oh, like, yeah. so like whenever Aaron does something so extra, he's always like, Oh God, here she goes again. I got to say this and this is going to sound kind of bitchy. Go but for it. <laughs> Aaron wants to be perceived as like the wholesome influencer. And like, she wants to be perceived as like this wholesome, like mom can do it all. But actually her husband is that. And yes. she is not. Yes, for <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Chad, I'm sure, has his own fucked up Oh, yeah. I'm issues. sure he's a bigoted asshole. But, like, but just, he's... like, outwardly, he gives a very, like, calm, reasonable, like, nice vibe. Yeah. yeah <laughs> not like, Aaron not like does fake not. HGTV happy, cute, right. wholesome vibes or whatever. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Aaron's so catty. She is. She is. It's like her and and I think it it all stems to like needing to get this attention and like not having gotten that when you were a kid when you really needed that. I mean, can you imagine being the oldest girl in a family of 19? It's Mm going to suck too. No. Yeah. Because your mom's just always pregnant and always having new babies that she has to take care of over you every single time. God, no thanks. Nobody, nobody in that lineup has it good. Maybe the maybe the youngest have it the best, but even then, I don't even know. It's like they don't. They have to like fight for their old ass parents. Yeah, to they don't pay attention to them and hang out with them because yeah. they're too tired. Like, which is fine, but like, nobody wins when you have nineteen children. Let's just be honest. No, no I think it might actually be actively harmful to have nineteen children. Wow. Hot takes. Hot I takes know. on this episode. I'm sizzling in my skillet pan. You are your skillet pan. Is it a pot or is it a pan? It's or is a it a skillet? skillet? Or is it a idiot. cookie sheet? It's a skillet. <laughs> I just love how she's like, I don't know how to cook. And Evan's like, Yeah, I really like cooking. I'll teach you how. And she's like, It's a skillet. <laughs> You're like, Okay. Great. So then the last part of the wedding, of course, we've talked about it so much leading up to this. Yep. It's time to do the dancing. It's time to dance. Time to daddy daughter dance it yes. up. Well, first they do Evan and Carlo oh, yeah. their, do their dance. So till, sorry. No, you should be, Jillian. How dare you mess this up? I didn't even care about the Evan and Carlin dance. Let's be real. <laughs> yes, I know. But Lawson is playing and uh-huh. yeah, it's a whole thing. They it's make so it through. bad. It's bad, but they, they do make it through. Nobody falls or dies or anything, which is good. Uh-uh. And so then they, it's time for daddy daughter dance. And I'm not sure which of those songs that you listed a few weeks ago they played, but it was definitely one of those. It was like a country like my little girl's growing up. Uh-huh. My child is now your wife. (laughs) She's not a person, but she's my little girl. She's a teacup. She's a fucking teacup. Now don't break her with your Superman dick. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's okay. I am in a mood today. You are, and I love it. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't even know what to say about the daddy-daughter dance. Carlin cries, like, the whole time. It's, like, a whole yeah. thing for her. And she, her dress is too long mm-hmm. to dance in. Like, there's a reason that when, like, ballroom dancers have, like, ankle-length dresses. Because yeah. you'll step on that shit. Also, like, if you if you do have a big dress like this and you plan to do a dance, they typically tell you to do practice the dance with the dress on so that you can kind of get a feel for like where your legs need to go. And they clearly did not think about that at all. No, I doubt (laughs) they ever did another dance after the two. Yeah. I'm sure that it was just the ones that were on TV. Like they kind of made it seem like they'd been doing dance lessons, but like it was just the ones that they did on, on TV. I'm positive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because it was like two weeks ago, so yeah. how many can you really fit in? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, unless you're going like twice a day, which that's not the bait style, nor no, mine. So. But yeah, finally, finally she's married. It happened. Yep. Nobody died. It didn't rain, even though everyone was talking about how it was going to rain. Yep. I know Lawson had to get in a couple more, like... I thought this was going to be terrible, but it turned out mm-hmm. to be pretty nice. And it's like, yep, the confidence that you men have in women yeah, is great. really it's, great. It's really, it's, yeah, Heartening. it's inspiring. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. They fucking roll out of this wedding in a green Mustang. Um, I just had to say, like, if you wanted an elegant send off, <laughs> a green Mustang is not it, honey. Not yeah, even I was going to say, nothing says elegant quite like a green Mustang. Yeah, like rent one of those old vintagey cars or something i'm sure yeah. lots of people in tennessee have those old cars or even like a limo or something or yeah. like anything like that anything would be better than a green mustang except maybe like yeah. a tractor or something but you know i mean i would probably respect a tractor more yeah i mean it does fit they're in tennessee so there's yeah. definitely more tractors than green mustangs in tennessee <laughs> yeah but i guess a tractor is less elegant so yeah yeah but there's elegance in the machinery that's true <laughs> it's beautiful <laughs> but yeah no i don't really have anything else to say other than this was literally the longest season i have ever been through even so though we had long. a break it was still yeah. like 30 episodes it was long. so long we we did like i think this is like our sixth or seventh episode on season eight yeah so yeah it's taken us quite a bit to get through but we've done it we have done it friends and then we only have one more season left and we have plaths to catch yes, up on. Yes, we do. I think that will probably be our next episode. We'll probably be working on the new season of the plaths because I haven't watched yeah. any of it, but I'm like dying to know what's going on. I know. I've, I've been seeing the headlines because yes. Kim and Barry are separated. I'm dying. So next week we will be covering, uh, what, what season is this? Season four? Maybe? Four, I, I think, think of Plath. Whatever's out. I don't know how many episodes are out yet. We will be starting on that at least. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you have anything that you wanted to say about this episode or any of our other episodes, if you have any suggestions for things you'd like to see us cover in the future, you can send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. And if you want to find us anywhere on the internet, we are at tvliterate. We are at Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, pretty much anywhere you can think of. If you have something that you want to send us or share with us, we love hearing from you guys. Every little like new factoid that you tell us about the baits, we're just like, and we love it. We do. (laughs) We do. Keep it coming. Keep keep doing what you're doing. We love you guys. We do. um, If you want to help us with our podcasting expenses, we have a Kofi at ko-fi.com forward slash TV literate. (laughs) Yes, we would appreciate any donations there. And if you have a moment and would like to leave us a review, we would also appreciate that. And we will see you guys very soon for another episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.